Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 23rd. Greg and Steph, and we've got a great show at 8.30. Uh, Jackie Vinson's going to be with us. She's running for mayor, and we're going to learn about who she is and what she's doing now and why she wants to be mayor. But right now, we're blessed to have two of our favorite people in studio. Well, the, I would say one of them is my favorite. One of them? Then. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, is the, that me? The husband and wife duo, Terry and Molly Goodwin, welcome back to Direct Line. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. And so I, I wanted to get you guys on because, Terry, you texted me, I think, Saturday night maybe, but you guys made the decision mm-hmm. to jump in the car Saturday morning, make the four-hour drive south to experience the Asbury Revival. That's and right. Revival had been happening on the campus mm-hmm. of Asbury for a couple weeks. Is that right? That's at right. At that point? That's right. And so um, this is for both of you. Why did you go? What did you experience? Well, just in case anybody doesn't know, on February 8th at Asbury, they were having a chapel service, and when their chapel service got over, some students chose to stick around, Yeah, and that's when Revival kind of grew, because a few more started coming back, students left class and said, I feel like I need to go back, I just feel like something's happening, Yeah, and it grew into what it is, and it just continued on. Yeah. But I'm going to let Molly speak to uh, how we made the decision to go down yeah. there and get going on that well i joked with our son tegan oh for a couple days he's like we should go i'm like yeah we should we don't have time to go oh it's a long way all the things and so finally i think it was friday he's like mom i really just want to go and so i texted him back and said well if you want to go i'm in so at least him and i were going to go but ultimately (laughs) terry went um Addie, tegan's girlfriend went and we just we left 7 a.m or 7 30 yep yeah saturday morning and so you get to asbury asbury's a Small Christian oh college, is that what we'd say, probably? What right? denomination is it? Is it a denomination? I think it, is it free Methodist? I, I think, think it's Methodist. Maybe? I, think so. I believe they believe in Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so. but I think, honestly, I think they're affiliated with the free Methodists, I, so I believe, yeah, yeah. is what yeah. I've heard. Yeah. And Asbury, I mean, it, or Wilmore is the town that yep. it's in, is yeah. a small town. Yeah. So we pulled up, saw a Shell gas station, and already... The lines and lines of cars and people. Wow. Yep. Yeah. It was a uh, it was a little intimidating when we pulled in town. Uh, we actually dropped Tegan and Addie off because we knew why we were there. Right. We were there for revival, and it was like Molly and I really wanted Tegan and Addie to be able to participate in this because to me, it's about youth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing for me. And I think the College of Asbury, when this began, they recognized the need for this to happen for youth. Mm. So we dropped them off. We found a place to park, drove around way too long to find a place <laughs> yeah, to park. Yeah. And uh, when we came back, there was two lines. Tegan and Addie were in a line. And then there was this line that was probably three miles long. Wow. Uh, and the the students that were 16 to 25 were in the line mm. that our son and his girlfriend were in. And then the other line was for adults, mm-hmm. for adults 25 and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over. And their their concept was that if revival is going to happen, it has to start with the youth. Yeah, and the youth have to be the emphasis. So the the youth were allowed in much more mm. rapidly okay. than the older mm-hmm. adults because okay. the uh, the adults were able to participate outside. Like Molly and I just stayed outside. Yeah, 
Yeah. And there were, they had some screens set up, but I'm going to be honest, those screens probably had just shown up in the past day or two when we right. got there. Right. Before that, they were just outside worshiping and praising and praying over people, <laughs> um, even without the screens out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. it was it was an incredible experience. So can I tell you the question I've been asked by multiple people? I was asked it Tuesday morning before the Oasis Bible study, is it legit or not? Is this really revival or not? And how do you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. when we talk about revival, some people have even said, what do you even mean by that? Mm -hmm. How would you guys answer what is it and is it legit? It was absolutely legit because to me, what is revival? It's worship. And it was the most worship, spirit-filled lawn I've ever worshipped on, I think. It didn't matter what songs were played. People were singing. It didn't matter if you didn't know the song. It didn't matter if... Right. Um, you know, the instruments weren't in tune. It was just Jesus. It was all about Jesus. So yeah. praying, worshiping, um, and everybody was there just just for Jesus. They weren't there for their own right. accolades or anything like that. If somebody needed help, if somebody, you know, was in tears, there was somebody there to pick them up and help them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the key is when we talk about revival, everybody talks that they want revival and they want to see something happen even here in Vermillion County. Right. But so many times we get caught up in the, well, that person has some different beliefs than I do. There's something different about them. And that's why I kind of jokingly said earlier that Asbury believes in Jesus Mm -hmm. because every person there, nobody was asking, what denomination are you from? Yeah. Or what is it you believe? Do you know this song? It was, it was all focused on Jesus. And I think that's the key when we, when we remove the distractions from our lives, and we completely focus on Jesus, it gives us a freedom that we've never had before. Well, so I know one of the questions you talked about, there's so much skepticism. I, I would consider myself a skeptic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think I'm a negative person, but I definitely have that more negative bent. And my question through all this was, I, I don't doubt at all that what is happening is legitimate. My question is, when I see like my alma mater, Cedarville, oh, mm-hmm. it's happening there and it's happening at this college. Yeah. Is that copycat? Is that social media affecting? Is it, we want that too? And that's the part that I feel skeptical about. At the same time, I feel like I'm, I don't know what God is doing and who mm-hmm. am I to say right. it's good or bad or in between. So speak to that, maybe some of the skepticism, like me. Yeah, so <laughs> I would say you, when you're speaking of Cedarville and why they began their mm-hmm. process and mm-hmm. why they wanted to get on board, the answer is yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> yeah. It is because of social media. It is because they saw it. It is mm-hmm. because they're excited about it. But it's very similar to the same things we do within our local churches as well. When we hear a song or mm-hmm. see a song mm-hmm. that we're like, man, that's impactful. We're like, I want to use that. I want that to be a part of what I do because we hope for the impact it could make. And I think when other people around, while we were down there, they spoke about um, things happen in Michigan. And I mean, we're in Kentucky Mm -hmm. and they're talking about things Mm -hmm. happen in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the keys when we talk about the ministry of Jesus as well. News traveled fast. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in today's world, it can travel even faster. And if if it's the spark of two to three students Mm -hmm. that spark revival across the country, Mm -hmm. praise God for that. Mm -hmm. And I would never want to do anything to hold that back. Right. Um, Right. Because... Like I said, I think we fight for revival all the time here in Vermilion County. Yeah. Yet sometimes 
we do things that hold us back from experiencing revival mm-hmm. in Vermont yeah. County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll answer the question, how, how do we know if it's legit or not? Mm-hmm. And I would say it is legit. There are people that mm-hmm. are literally saying, I don't want to go to class. I don't want to go to work. I want to worship with my brothers and sisters in Christ. But the ultimate test is the test of time, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. Chuck Colson became a Christ follower right before he went to prison and he got out of prison, he was accosted uh, on an interview by an NBC reporter who basically said, I'm just not buying it. I think you're using Jesus hmm. to gain sympathy, and it's all an act. How do I know it's not an act? And his answer was, check back in 20 years. Mm-hmm. That'll mm-hmm. be the test. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no right. one can keep an act going for 20 years or mm-hmm. probably even one year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Colson passed the test of time, obviously, mm-hmm. with prison fellowship right. and so much more. And so um, I, I think as Christians— we need to not be as skeptical mm-hmm. and be more embracing, but also test the spirits. I mean, Jesus talked a lot of times about test the spirits, and I just think it's great you guys jumped in the car yeah. and traveled down and can give us that firsthand account. Yeah, we now, we really enjoyed it. I'm pretty practical, so I'm like, can you speak to the you know the the small? It's very small, right? Very small college. Mm-hmm. How are they shepherding this? It sounds like they've oh, made a good decision they to were... say this is for 18 to 25. Right. I think first of all, that's excellent. You older people can yeah. go outside yeah. and wait. Yeah. So how are they? How are they practically managing all of these people? Yeah. Could you tell? Uh, definitely I mean, volunteers. Like the prayer okay. partners, we were told were all volunteers, local pastors, ministry okay. leaders coming in. I mean, even from a, a few hours away, hmm. they had a trooper station sh- set up there. You know, safety wise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just yeah. totally the, volunteer based. A lot of their staff were just around. Mm-hmm. Like one guy said, he just really hadn't left. Yeah. He really had not left just because yeah. it was his his campus. There were many venues set up for mm-hmm. like a live stream as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. I think there was five other buildings on mm-hmm. campus where you could go in, yeah. but all those headlines too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we chose just to stay outside because it was chilly when we were mm-hmm. there, yeah. but the sun was out. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. we're, we're okay to be outside. And so as of today, is it still going on? I think it's wrapping up this week. So they uh, well, made today. The college you, made a decision. Okay, yeah. they decided they, to wrap it up. Uh, not to end revival, right? But to go back to some semblance of regular college. Yeah, and because, no visitors, right? Yeah, right. because yeah. you can't. Uh, you can't. I mean, there was like twenty thousand people there, right? right. And right. there's no way right. to even get yeah. to class, yeah. If you were going to have yeah. class, so huh. it really interrupted everything that was happening there. And while they saw the value in it mm-hmm. and they wanted to continue on, they recognized that we have to go back to preparing to send these people out. Yeah. Right. That Absolutely. it's great that all these people came here, yeah. but we have to send them out. And that's the focus of what they said I'm so bright, we I'd be like, if I was the parent paying for my kid to go to college, I'd be yeah. like, are you going to class today? Yeah. I mean, when are you right. going back so to class? So Terry, yeah, you're but... Mr. Dean at DAC. Do, yeah. you, do you think students got extensions on papers and homework? Or do uh, I'm, my just, guess I'm just is, kidding. Yes, I'm just teasing. They yeah. did. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to let you get out of here. We're going to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about mm-hmm. Serve Together and an event that happened Monday night that I think was absolutely awesome. awesome. You're listening to Direct Line. It is Thursday, February 23rd. We've got Terry and Molly Goodwin with us. Jackie Vincent's coming up at the bottom of the hour. You're, uh, we'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. 
This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg on a beautiful February morning. It spring feels like, like spring yes. out there. It's yes. lovely. I think it's going to change. You want to play golf today? Are you a golfer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I not can a drive a golf either, cart, but maybe. There you go. But there I don't. You go. Although I did do Top Golf once. Remember, Ooh, we had that discussion. I did yes. enjoy that. Yes, so, okay. but we are so glad to have in studio with us Terry and Molly Goodwin, who are not only former coworkers but dear friends. And um, we're going to talk about an event that you mentioned, Greg, before we went to break um, something called replenish and it was held monday night this is your baby you guys have birthed this was this the second year yes, yes this is the second year uh last year we hosted it around this time right uh, at crossroads christian church and this year we hosted it at uh the assembly here in town right i was able to attend last year um i was not able to attend monday night i had other um plans but um what what is the whole idea and the philosophy why did you start this it it's for pastors and spouses. Yep. Yep. So talk about what the whole goal is of sure. Replenish, and then we'll talk about the events of this past Monday night. Sure. So Serve Together Replenish is, like Stephanie said, specifically for pastors, for ministry leaders and their spouses to just be able to come together for a night with no responsibilities. Mm. Um, we had a catered meal. We had a worship. We had a speaker. And all of these folks literally can just sit um, you know, where their church attendees or where their people usually sit um, on a weekly basis, but they were able to attend and just be refilled, be mm-hmm. replenished mm-hmm. Um, through this event. Well, it's a great idea, first of all. I mean, you, you're you a former pastor, so mm-hmm. Terry, speak to that. Why did you? Why is it important to have an evening for pastors and spouses? To so, just... so there's two things that go along with that. One is the idea that, you know, especially after the years we've had over the past mm-hmm. five, six mm-hmm. years, it's it's really a need for, for pastors to be able to step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their spouses have walked right through with this with them mm-hmm. to be able to step back and just be filled back up by God and mm-hmm. be, be in his presence 
presence and recognize that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And that concept of unity of not being alone is so important, especially within Vermilion County, mm -hmm. because there, there's such a battle to be to be waged over sin and over darkness in this community. And yeah. and we want to do it together. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what Serve Together is all about, is about bringing people together. So mm -hmm. bringing the pastors together is kind of a key to that process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things Molly shared Monday night was that there's... It's suggested that there's over 50,000 unchurched people in Vermilion County. Wow. And I mean, you, th you think of the size, we're not much bigger than that. So that's mm -hmm. a huge number. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And it could be more or less, mm -hmm. but the rec the realization is yeah. that none of us are going to do that on our own. Right. Uh, you guys both work at Second Church and you, and you recognize that, you know, you have a lot of people that come on Sunday morning, but compared to that number, right. yeah. there's not many. Well, Molly, something you said is that if... Every seat in every church was full on a Sunday morning. There's not mm -hmm. enough places if everybody yeah. Yeah, and that's wants to hear something about that, Jesus. The Daniel know? Chapel actually um, told me a few years ago, working for FCA, when yeah. I worked there, that, you know, yeah, if every seat was full, we, we yeah. don't have enough room. We don't yeah. have enough churches to, um, yeah. Well, I loved it, and I thought what was great, that there are events like this that you can find, but normally you're paying $25 a couple mm -hmm. or, or more along mm -hmm. those lines. Uh, I didn't pay anything. Nope. I don't know if I cheated you guys. or nope. This is all provided by a sponsorship both mm -hmm. years. Uh, Don and Deanna Witzel and the mm -hmm. McDonald's have sponsored this event, yeah. and it's made a huge impact for us because we haven't had to, mm -hmm. to charge anybody mm -hmm. anything. We've been able to say this is a gift from the community, yeah. and we're blessed because of that. And how yeah. many people did you have Monday night? We had 68, yep. I believe. Yeah. Yep. 68. And so they were pastors from different denominations oh, yeah. all yeah. over the county. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, talk about the speaker. The speaker. Speakers. So yes. Ben and Crystal Woods came up from, they live down by Louisville. Okay. And uh, I've known Ben and Crystal since my first year of college. Ben okay. played basketball with me basketball with me and crystal was a cheerleader i noticed and that he still has hair he does he has a, lot <laughs> a lot of hair, of hair. and lot you of have hair. not much so yeah i would make fun of it but <laughs> yeah. i have none so yeah. um, molly and i knew them really well through mm -hmm. college ben actually sung at our wedding okay him yeah. and his band that he was a part of slingshot, uh, slingshot 57 yeah. Yeah. and uh the, he he wrote a song for his now wife crystal called yeah. Crystal's Song, but for one day it was called Molly's Song. Oh, <laughs> oh, and uh, and uh, th that was actually at Second Church as well, is oh, where okay. we got married, oh, so wow. kind of cool that way. But they came in and they spoke from their heart mm -hmm. about the need for replenishment, mm -hmm. yeah. the need for transformation in our lives as mm -hmm. pastors and spouses, mm -hmm. and uh, they spoke from the heart about um, one of their difficult experiences losing mm -hmm. their daughter yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. to brain cancer, mm -hmm. and uh, it just... Uh, it really touched a lot of lives. It and uh, one of my favorite things, parts of the night, was unplanned. Um, we had a prayer time at the end where we invited people to come forwards for prayer. Yeah. And the response was great. Mm. And uh, it was much needed. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, I won't tell you who, but Molly and I uh, made a relationship that hopefully we're going to mm. be able to build on and bring a pastor and his wife over yeah. for dinner and mm -hmm. uh, just continue to grow together. Mm. And, and I think that is the key mm. is that in reality, we're all on the same team. We're all on mm -hmm. team Jesus. Right. We're all on team revival. And I think nights like this mm -hmm. make that so possible. Mm -hmm. Molly, real quickly, we've got about 45 seconds left. Yep. What about Serve Together this summer? Serve Together Vermillion County will be June 10th. It just happens to be Terry and I's 23rd anniversary. Hey, happy anniversary this yes. summer! <laughs> we are going to celebrate by doing projects all over the county like we have. This is our fifth year, yeah. so we will serve that way and then we'll close the night with a celebration service. Mm -hmm. uh, Someone wants to get plugged into Serve Together. Yeah. How do they reach yeah, you? Yeah, you can email me at servetogether at yahoo.com or give me a call at 217-304-3074. 
Well, I am really thankful for mm-hmm. the friendship that we yeah. have and for the mm-hmm. hard work that you do. And Monday mm-hmm. night was just, it was a blessing for Marla and myself. And mm-hmm. thank you for all you do. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. Thanks. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this with our interview with Jackie Vincent, candidate for mayor. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. Greg and Steph on Thursday, February 23rd. We just had a great interview with mm-hmm. Terry and Molly Goodwin. And we are blessed to have in studio with us Jackie Vinson, who is running for mayor. And Jackie, welcome to Direct Line. Good morning. Thank you for having me. But but before we talk about the mayoral race, I, I want you just to tell our audience the Jackie Vinson story. The Jackie <laughs> Vinson story. Get ready. Right. <laughs> I, I'm originally from Vermilion County. Okay. I grew up in Rock. I'm a graduate of Shalarman High School here in Danville, a graduate of the University of Illinois. Go Illini. In Urbana-Champaign. That's right. show up. My husband gets to go to that game. Oh, awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Um, After the University of Illinois, I worked for the city of Durham in their planning department, working on transportation Mm -hmm. and land use planning. And then I came back to the city of Danville. I I recognized, I felt like a spoke in a wheel that was already in motion in Durham. And so I reached out to then Mayor Eisenhower. Mm -hmm. I introduced myself and my passions, my Mm -hmm. background, my education. And uh, said, are there any opportunities with the city of Danville? And so I came back and worked for the city in 2012 as an intern. Mm -hmm. I worked my way up into a full-time position with Mm -hmm. the city. Um, And it kind of 
focused my my time here in Danville in how can I impact mm-hmm. as much as possible yeah. positively our community mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you left Durham, North Carolina, which a lot of people think is one of the most picturesque places to be to come back to Danville. That must say a lot about what you think of our community. Oh, I love this community. And mm-hmm. and I have, even as mm-hmm. a, a child, I was hesitant to leave for my education. I yeah. know, and mm-hmm. with a lot of... Um, dialogue and persuasion and the f- and the focus on your future from my family yeah you know that support was leave yeah and, and come, back. come back come back when mm-hmm. you're ready mm-hmm. yeah so you are with the housing authority you, i am you lead the housing authority um you and i talked this week i i didn't really know anything about the housing authority and i'm guessing there's people that are listening that don't know much about it what can you tell us about your role at the housing authority and why it's important sure as, as the director of the housing authority i work on the administration of our tune two major federal programs, which okay. are our low-income public housing program okay. and our housing choice voucher program, which is commonly referred to as Section 8. Mm-hmm. And so what we do at the Housing Authority is is our mission is to provide decent, safe, and sanitary, affordable housing right. for families and individuals mm-hmm. of low income here in Vermilion mm-hmm. County. Mm-hmm. And so you told me the other day that you know the mission is one thing, but you guys are striving to even go above and beyond on that. Talk a little bit about we that. We do. We have the, we have the greatest team at the Housing Authority. I, I've said this in, in many, many meetings. We have been successful at the Housing Authority because of the team, mm-hmm. because of our commitment to that mission, mm-hmm. but also to setting the standard of, of what should be acceptable yeah. for our community across Vermilion County. Because right. it's not just Danville. It's not. That's right. Talk about that. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just Danville. Yeah, we administer the programs across Vermilion County. So we have housing in Hoopston and Rossville, in Danville, in Georgetown, Allerton, and Fairmount. Wow. And so why is the Housing Authority so important for so many people in the county? Well, we have to recognize that housing affordability mm-hmm. is one thing. We often hear in Danville that Danville's the most affordable place to live. Yeah. The caveat that's missing in that is if you have the financial means right. to afford a mortgage and to buy a home. Right. If not, there was a study recently conducted uh, by a planning company that essentially said Danville renters are paying 47% of their total household income to rent. Wow. So by HUD's definition, if you're mm-hmm. paying more than 30% of your total mm-hmm. household income for rent, mm-hmm. yeah. you're housing insecure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have to look at for what our renters are paying, for what our families are paying to keep a roof over their head mm-hmm. and have a place to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Housing is the fundamental value that's going to help keep our kids mm-hmm. paying attention in school, mm-hmm. to keep our, our families able to go to work, yeah. to keep the, the property values in our community yeah. rising or stabilized um, and really help our community grow. You sound very passionate. (laughs) I do. I love housing. (laughs) Really passionate. So why would you want to leave that and go for a a, a different route here and go for mayor? Why would you want to leave that? I think what we have accomplished at the Housing Authority in terms of of making sure that we are, are being socially equitable in mm-hmm. terms of the housing mm-hmm. for our lowest population, our lowest income mm-hmm. population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think we have met that. Okay. We have demolished substandard units yeah. that nobody should mm-hmm. live in. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We have set a strategic vision for our future and making investments in our properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's time for me to move on. Okay. I love Danville. Mm-hmm. My husband, my children and I, we live here. Yeah. We love this community. It's natural environment. Mm-hmm. It's people. Mm-hmm. It's businesses. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. social activities. Yeah. And as I sat and I watched what was happening in recent years with the city, 
I felt compelled. I felt a calling to step up Mm -hmm. to provide that same vision that's helped us at the housing authority and give the city of Danville a strategic vision that's that's built on and, and structured by our partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should mm-hmm. be listening to our residents. We should be asking for participation. We should be advocating for our businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, in terms of vision, you know, you've talked a lot about you, you want to listen to people. You want to hear from people. One of the things you talked about when we met last week was the power of bringing people together. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in such a divisive yes. world, mm-hmm. a divisive country. And at times, I think even our communities can be divisive. How do you think you can bring people together? I think my greatest strength is the ability to sit with a diverse group of people mm-hmm. okay. and have productive conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conversations that are productive are built on a, a fundamental principle of trust. Yeah. And and I couldn't agree more, Greg. Our our society is divided. Yeah. I think what we need to do as elected officials and as community partners and community leaders yeah. is to sit down and say, I'm trusting what you feel is to the benefit of our community. Mm. And so I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen. Yeah. And I'm not going to take what you're saying personally. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to take it and say, how can we apply this for the betterment yeah. of our community? Yeah. Mm. I believe our government needs to be open yeah. and it needs to be transparent. Mm-hmm. And we need to act actively and aggressively work for our people and our oh, businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. last week we ended the show, I don't know if you remember this or not, by the good news segment being, I'm just thankful for people that are willing to run for elected office mm-hmm. because I, I don't know why anybody would in the environment <laughs> that we have out right. there, honestly. I mean, right. we eat our own right. in a lot of ways. Right. And you shared earlier that family is crucially mm-hmm. important to you. What's your family think about <laughs> the Jackie Vincent for mayor? Um, you know, and honestly, in honesty, I think they thought I was a bit uh, crazy. <laughs> okay. And for okay. the same reasons, we yeah. are harsh as a society right now. Yeah. We are unforgiving. Yeah. Uh, and we often take what we hear or see yeah. as fact without thoroughly vetting it. Yeah. And so my family has concerns. Okay. You know, they they are very supportive yeah. and encouraging, but yeah. they are also honest with sure. me. Yeah. And and that value, having a childhood, having yeah. a young adulthood, by yeah. parents who supported me, by a husband who encouraged mm-hmm. me, by siblings and, and mm-hmm. a community that supported mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. that's allowed me to to maintain that same level of honesty with yeah. the individuals I'm working to serve yeah. and the people I'm mm-hmm. doing business with. Yeah. And I will say, this has nothing to do with you running, but yeah. your mother is my doctor. And she just, I think if, if character gets passed down, yeah. <laughs> and I believe that it does, yeah. she is a woman of great character for, just from knowing her over Thank the years you. that I've known her. And so I, I'm sure that they are have your best interest at heart, but I'm sure they are supportive and want to see you do your very best. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, we are a show mm-hmm. that uh, kind of our mission statement, I guess you would say, is to look at the events of the world and our community mm-hmm. through the lens of faith. And so I want to transition for just a moment and talk about the churches in our community. We just had Terry and Molly Goodwin, what they say, 161 churches, something like that? I think so. In Danville, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And so what do you see being the strength of churches in this community? Mm-hmm. You have parachurch ministries like mm-hmm. the Women's Care Clinic, the Rescue Mission, Fellowship of Christian Athletes that I think are doing an incredible job. How do you see the role of churches and those ministries functioning within you know, this idea of bringing people together and making our community the very best place it possibly can be? You know, I think I would be remiss if I didn't start by thanking those individuals who have stepped up into roles of leadership yeah. within the churches. Yeah. The leadership that I see coming from the churches 
I believe is a fundamental support of the core values that we want to hold inherently yeah. as a community, yeah. which is safety yeah. and security, yeah. which is care mm-hmm. and support, mm-hmm. which is nurturing, right. not only supporting in good times, but also in the challenging times. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to start by acknowledging that there are 161 churches, yeah. you said. Yeah. There are 161 direct leaders or leadership mm-hmm. teams mm-hmm working to support our community right. in a faith-based way. Right. And I think that is worth celebrating. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love so much the churches, obviously. That's my world. Mm-hmm. I have loved getting to know the ministries like the Women's Care Clinic and the Rescue Mission. And this isn't Danville, but Hooves of Hope mm-hmm. up in uh, mm-hmm. Potomac, mm-hmm. you know, and these uh, the dwelling place and mm-hmm. these, these organizations that are saying, we don't want to just have a ministry for the sake of having a ministry, but we want to help the people that have the greatest needs in many ways. You see collaboration possible with city, with county? How do you see that playing out? I think we absolutely need to rely on our community partners and, and the entities you just named. My my time at the Housing Authority, I've been able to establish relationships yeah. with those partners. Yeah. And you see the benefit of having relationships yeah. where when a family, an individual, a member of our congregation, whatever it is, when there's a person in need, we know how to rally the troops. Mm -hmm. We know Mm -hmm. how to support Mm -hmm. them in the best Mm -hmm. manner possible to really help give them a hand up. Yeah. Yeah. To get on their feet, to have stability, to have access to resources. And I think the, the unique characteristic of the entities that you named it all started with a person or a group of mm-hmm. people who said, mm-hmm. we can do more. Absolutely. Right? And right. we have this calling to do right. more. Mm-hmm. And here is our specialty in that. And, you know, my script mm-hmm. is missing a super important parachurch ministry, the Hope Center. Yes. In Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. probably yes. see that up mm-hmm. close and personal with Every... the great work of Nathan and his mm-hmm. team. You yes, know? absolutely. And, and so it's that. I think we as a community, we need to celebrate our partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to give trust to our partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to give encouragement to our partners. And, and a lot of these entities, they are faith base. Right, and, right. and so, you know, what's, I think your initial question was, what's the importance or yeah. how do you view the importance of faith and yeah. churches mm-hmm. in the community? Yeah. I believe it's essential. Yeah. I believe it's essential to have, have diverse options yeah. for our families. Yeah. I believe it's essential to the strength and the, the, the future of our community. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, hey, we're going to go to break. When we come back, I want you to really dig deep with us about what are some of the burdens that you have, some mm-hmm. of the concerns that you see with the city right now? And and what would be some tangible things you're saying, man, if I am mayor, I want this to happen or I want to explore this. We're visiting with Jackie Vinson. She's running for mayor. She's currently leading the Housing Authority here in Vermilion County. It is Thursday, February 23rd, and we'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot com. 
Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217 217- 477-0025 Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC member SIPC You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and our guest this morning is Jackie Vinson, who is the mayor- mayoral candidate for uh, Danville, running for mayor. And while we were off air, I asked you the question, you know, what was your degree in from the U- University of Illinois? And you kind of got goosebumps as you were talking. <laughs> so I want to, I want our listeners to hear that as well. What is your degree? And how did you then, you know, h- how did education kind of change when you went to college? Yeah, absolutely. I graduated with a Bachelor of Science uh, in Environmental Sciences. Okay. With a focus on the human human dimensions in urban planning, but that's not what you uh, planned to study no, when you went I, to college. I actually went in in the College of Aces uh, for their animal sciences program. I okay. thought I wanted to be a large animal veterinarian. Okay, yeah. and uh, you know it just has a funny way. Fate has a funny <laughs> right. way of changing. Right. I had yeah. an elective I needed to fill, mm-hmm. and I I enrolled in an environmental psychology course. Okay, and this course was regarding the way the built environment impacts things like depression mm-hmm. and anxiety and crime, mm-hmm. and it blew my world. Mm. And I knew that that's what I needed to do. That that's mm. what I was interested in. Um, I felt that calling. Yeah. Um, and I I loved the professor, and I focused the rest of my studies there on the human dimensions of urban planning and 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 loved it so what are some of your major concerns as you look at the city of danville can you name two or three of your top concerns that you say i need this needs addressed and i can help change it sure Uh, you know part of the my favorite part of the campaigning process so far has been the ability to sit with and talk to people Mm -hmm. and hear uh, their perspectives and i think the number one concern i'm hearing from residents and business owners is the city is not actively and aggressively working to support them in their growth okay okay and so how do you change that, mm-hmm. do you think? How does that how does that process take place? I think it's really all along the premise, and, and this is one of my my top priorities, yeah. but it has to be a transparent government yeah. mm-hmm. where there ha- if there are opportunities from our city government right. for one business, right. they need to be accessible yeah. and equitable yeah. by all businesses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the same could be translated translated to the households. Mm -hmm. We have programs through the city like our community development block grant program. Those are income specific, income qualified families are eligible for those services. But what about the families that are just above that threshold? Mm -hmm. How is the city working to support those families? And so something that I've asked is in the last four years, has the cost to you as a resident of Danville or a business operating in Danville, has it increased or decreased? And that shows, how are we working to support our families? And how are they answering it? 
Well, it's increased. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's increased. Yeah. And I'm not talking yeah. the, the price of eggs. Right. I'm talking right. things that the city can control. Right. We can't blame the city administration for the price of eggs. Right. No. Yeah. Right. But we can look at what we're being charged to operate, to live, to work, mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm. yeah. here in Danville. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the challenges that I have uh, experienced, I've been in Danville now for three and a half years, is many of us have a really skewed perspective negatively of our community. You know, when I moved here, I kept hearing from people, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like I was going to, you know, a third <laughs> right, world country right. or something. And I ran into several of those folks a couple of weeks ago at a funeral. And they're like, are you surviving? And I'm like, I'm thriving. <laughs> yes, I love Danville. Right. Yes. I said, you know, yesterday I spent the day at Kickapoo hiking. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. rattled off three or four things. Mm-hmm. And it's like they'd never heard that in many ways. How do we change that narrative? I think what the city and the county are working with on right now, I think it's a great start that uh, the brand. We have to look at ourselves as a historical, historically significant community, but we have to vision our future. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. have to know that future as our residents and our businesses. We have to believe in that future. So I think branding helps, but I really think we are our own worst enemies at times. I agree, Jackie. You you know, and so I think it's, we have to, we have to believe it about ourselves. Something that I I firmly believe as an individual perspective, as a a community perspective is comparison is the thief of joy. And so if we're going to be looking at ourselves and always saying, oh, well, we could have had the University of Illinois and been right. Champaign-Urbana or right. we, our crime isn't that bad. Right. No, that's not productive right. and that's not helpful. Right. We as, as citizens have to step up to the plate as yeah. businesses. We have to be proud of where we're from. Yeah. We have to celebrate the victories and it's yeah. not turning a blind eye to what needs improved upon, right. but that's also part of it. We have to have a vision we have to see our future mm-hmm. and know that mm-hmm. we're working towards a goal that's going yeah. to be best for all of Danville. Yeah. And, and I think you have some positives kind of springing up, like the whole First Friday thing. I mean, I think that's a positive. I think there are things that are unfolding, but I think you're exactly right. It needs to be a concerted effort by everyone to say, man, I don't have to live in Danville. I get to live in Danville. I choose I to, to live in Danville. In, yeah, you know? And well, I, I think, and I can speak to that. I don't have a dog in this fight. I live yeah. in Indiana. But there was a time period, I would say about a year ago, where I, I know some of my friends would say, every part or every driveway has an Illinois car parked in it. People yeah. are moving over the border. Yeah. Yeah. Speak to that. I mean, is that happening still? Or is that kind of slowing down? Or I think that's a bigger it, issue than a Danville issue right. alone. So yeah. I, I will say that. I think, true. I think that's true. a state of true. Illinois. Issue. But you're you're on the border, and so you have some of that. I mean, we see it from from Covington, or you know, we say, "Why wow, there's a lot of Illinois people over here." Right. Um, but right. I think you're right. You know, we we get to live in Danville. Yeah. You can change that whole perspective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think if you look and you watch what's happening in a real estate market, mm-hmm. while there might not be as much supply in the market right now, yeah. the houses are still selling, and they're yeah. selling mm-hmm. quickly. So yes. you know, we have to celebrate that we have mm-hmm. real estate professionals in our community who are just succeeding beyond yeah. what you would expect like nationally nationally, yeah, nationally you know yeah. across, you yeah. know across countries yeah. Yeah. you know and so we have to celebrate that mm-hmm. there are so many per perks of yeah. living in Danville and Vermilion County. And we have to recognize that. We have to encourage our youth yeah. to see that. Yeah. You know, I was part of the youth that grew up here and said, mm-hmm. well, I, I like it here. <laughs> I'm yeah. scared to leave. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think I want to leave and, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not thinking about that. Well, then you get back to it Mm -hmm. and you think, well, the grass isn't greener on the other side. And our community has so much potential. And so the first Friday's event, 
Yeah. The resurgence of the business community mm-hmm. in yeah. the downtown yes. area. Yes. But also the social activities. I was one of the kids that said, well, there's nothing to do here. <laughs> yeah. And then as an adult, my husband and I had the first evening without anything to do. And yeah. this is, you know, we're campaigning, of course, yeah. that's a lot. But there's so much to do oh, in our community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be willing to step up to the plate to volunteer for civic organizations, mm-hmm. right. you know, to um, be willing to try something new. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, I think the volunteerism, I think that's something, if I could help contribute to that as mayor of Danville, yeah. I would push being involved. Yeah. I would push being involved from our young adults yep. to something happened in the 40 to 55 year olds, the mm-hmm. forgotten generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but they're missing in it, along boards and the yep. seats at the table. Mm-hmm. Their voices are missing. And so I think actively recruiting the young and the, the middle-aged individuals mm-hmm. to the table right. um, to be a part, to be an active part. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be a part of everything, but pick one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're passionate about education, if you're passionate about reading, mm-hmm. if you're passionate about natural resources, right. whatever your passion is, there is an organization in Vermilion County mm-hmm. yeah. that needs your help yeah. and would mm-hmm. love to have you join them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a lot of time, but um, I love the outdoors. I mm-hmm. love to hike. And I know one of the people that's being honored this week, I, Drew uh, Landis. Landis. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing trail work, right? And there's a part of me saying, how can I, because car- that's something I'm passionate mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. How can I help mm-hmm. be a part of making it an even better place? Right. Yeah, right. You're exactly right. You spoke about young people in, in the community and wanting to leave and then maybe coming back. What's your involvement at Danville High School? You guys were talking about that off air. So when I worked for the city of Danville, I had the opportunity to meet with the students of the urban social geography class at Danville. So this was in the 2012 to 2016 timeframe. And what we we did is we took what the city was working on, the plans that we were working on, Mm -hmm. and we built those plans with input from that class. And it was an amazing opportunity Mm -hmm. to build a relationship with those students. Mm -hmm. One of those students is a city employee now. Which is so cool. And I think think we just need to celebrate that. But I think as a candidate, I came back to a government class recently at Danville and talked to them. They had been talking about the penny sales tax increase. Uh-huh. They had been talking about the upcoming election. Mm-hmm. And it's just an amazing. They care. Yeah. They care. They they were concerned about the movie theater. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it sure. was being able to sit at the table with them and say, okay, well, let's think of this. Mm-hmm. It's not a, oh, poor Danville. They lost the movie theater. Let's think of it as a societal way. Right. When's the last time you didn't want to watch a movie and sit down on your couch and stream it from your TV? Right. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to make that choice mm-hmm. as a society because mm-hmm. it's easy and available to mm-hmm. us, then we can't say, oh, Danville lost something else because we've made the choices not to support it right. mm-hmm. because our society right. is changing from mm-hmm. that. Right. I think that's an, a pivotal role of our local government is to forecast the societal changes mm-hmm. and show our community no, we expected that to happen, guys. Mm. Yeah. We're not going to be surprised mm. when it happens. We're going to be prepared when it happens. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a fundamental role is mm. to show that we are forecasting and predicting the future of our community. Yeah. Mm. So I got an odd question for you. Okay. Um, you're running for mayor. I can tell you are all in. And I know you want to win. You're, you're passionate about winning. What happens? And when's the election? April, April 4th. 4th. Mm-hmm. Let's say you don't. Uh-huh. Let's say that night you don't win. What's that do for you moving forward? How's that change your life? I wake up on Wednesday morning and I go back to work at the mm-hmm. housing authority. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. housing authority is the greatest job mm-hmm. I've ever yeah. had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winning this election does will or losing. Yeah. It yeah. will not define me. Okay. I am a wife. Yeah. I am a mother. Yeah. I am a daughter. I am a sister. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will remain all of those things 
on yeah. Wednesday, April 5th. Yeah, wow. that's wow. a great answer. Um, last question. Um, how can we pray for you? And I want to preface it by saying we have a diverse audience on direct line. And, you know, not everyone may be a Christian. Not everyone may be a person of prayer. But I hear from a lot of people that say mm-hmm. we love when you give us specific ways to pray. How can people that are people of prayer pray for you, your family, and this process moving forward? I think I would ask that you pray for all candidates in this election. I would ask that you uh, pray for them to have guidance, to have truth, and to remain um, honest to themselves and to their vision. And to pray to give them strength to do that because it's not easy. Yeah. Now, are there opportunities? I think you told me there's a a debate coming up at some point. Is that right? Or a candidate forum? A candidate forum um, that will be at the community college on Monday, March the 13th. And is that open to the public? Like they can come? It is open to the public. I believe it's from 6 to 8 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It might be yeah. 6.30 to 8.30. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it will be hosted by Newhoff Media. Okay. It will be moderated by Bill Pickett. Okay. Uh, it will be open to the public. And as I'm told, you will be able to listen to it on the radio if you can't make it in person. Okay. Or stream it online. Oh, wow. Very That's good. great. Very good. Um, someone wants to get to know you more, know more about your candidacy. I mean, is that the best way? Are there other ways to find out the Jackie Vincent for mayor vision? I think um, the best way, try to get in contact. We have a okay. Facebook page. We okay. have a website. You can look us up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of individuals reach out to try to get in contact to say, I want to know more about your vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll be pushing our platform heavy in the next couple of days mm-hmm. on on what we see for Danville or what I see for Danville mm-hmm. and what I hope to accomplish here. Yeah. Um, but I'm an open book. Yeah. You know, if you have a specific question, I'd be happy to sit down and meet with you yeah. to hear your mm-hmm. specific concerns or what you hope to see um, from your local government. And, th- and that's the biggest thing. I'm going to listen to everyone. Right. And so while you may hear, well, she talked to this person or she talked to this person. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to mm-hmm. sit and listen to everyone. And I'm going to make that decision based yeah. on the sum of all of the conversations mm-hmm. because yeah. those people took the time to share their perspectives. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's our duty as public administrators to listen to those perspectives to help guide us it's not what jackie feels is best Mm -hmm. for danville Mm -hmm. it's the culmination Mm -hmm. of the input that's Mm -hmm. what's best for all of danville two words that i walk away with are active and aggressive i heard you say that several times this morning (laughs) and um i I like those words good good (laughs) me too well jackie thank you for carving out time this morning appreciate you you so much steph we could not do direct line Without some incredible sponsors, Terry and Molly talked about Don and Deanna Witzel and you know their funding of Replenish and their generosity. Who are we saying thank you to? Yeah, along with Don and Deanna with McDonald's, we're thankful for Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. So real quick, uh, we got about a minute left, Stephanie. But Sunday was a pretty neat day in the life of our church. We celebrated Palm Sunday in February. (laughs) for the first time in the history of probably any church. Right. But the choir was back. Talk about the choir. Choir has had a huge history at Second Church. I mean, particularly at Easter, sometimes we can have up to 100 members and then COVID hit and we just haven't had it. Um, It just hasn't come back. And then schedules get really busy and you don't have a practice, but we brought them back for a a day and didn't know what to expect. I was going to be happy if we had 20. I think we had 50 sign up and maybe 40, you know, actually participated. But it was a full stage. There was so much energy. You had kiddos? Had kiddos 
kids involved. And, yeah. you know, like Jackie said, for the community, when you have all ages that yeah. come to the table for a specific goal, that day it was just to sing together and yeah. worship God together. And it was it was fantastic. And we so, started yeah. back in our series on the yep. Gospel of Mark. Yep. And uh, this week, I'm going to talk about the time Jesus became angry. Good. And uh, turned over tables in the temple and what Good. that means for us today. Good. So, Good. Hey, we've had a great show. Jackie, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having we me. We thank you for Terry and Molly Goodwin mm-hmm. on behalf of Garrett, the sound guy, <laughs> and Stephanie. This is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we'll see you next week.